Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. And um, I want to thank everybody for tuning back in. Uh, you probably know, uh, some of you probably know that I did a show earlier today. Uh, but um, we got some news, man, I wanted to you know talk a little bit about, uh, as, we, as some of you already know, uh, the Cleveland Browns have released wide receiver uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh, Jarvis Landry is a multi-time pro bowler. Uh, he came to the Cleveland Browns uh, after he had a couple of uh, years with the Miami Dolphins, and he put up some decent numbers. You know, not last year. He had about 52 receptions, uh, you know, not even clo close to 1,000 yards and only two touchdowns. But Jarvis Landry is, uh, you know, a, a great player. He's really talented. And um, anytime a guy like this gets released, you know that members of the Who That Nation are going to be wondering to themselves, you know, will the Saints go after him, especially uh, since he, uh, the Saints are one of two teams. Uh, one of uh, the other team is the Kansas City Chiefs that are going after uh, Jarvis Landry, the ones that's showing interest. Uh, the question on everyone's mind is, um, should the Saints sign Jarvis Landry? You know, Jarvis Landry, like I said, I just uh, said he's extremely talented. The dude is out there. He can ball out. I mean, he catches anything in this vicinity. And all of us have a familiarity with Jarvis Landry from the time that he played at LSU alongside Odell Beckham Jr. We know the numbers that they put up in LSU offense. Now, if he was to come to New Orleans Saints, would I see him making an impact? And the answer is yes. I do think that Jarvis Landry would make an impact playing for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, a guy that's a seasoned veteran, guy that's been around the block, a guy that's a model citizen. I mean, this dude is one of those guys that's a high character guy. Everybody likes him. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, that that's a leader. And I think that he would be a good fit with the New Orleans Saints because I think what one thing that Jarvis Landry does, Jarvis Landry is not the fastest person in the world. Uh, he's not going to beat anybody deep, but what he can do is he can work that slot. And this is something that I feel like the Saints have been missing over the last couple of years, a guy that can convert on third down. I mean, we've seen this in the past. We've seen it with guys like Lance Moore. We've seen it with guys like Willie Sneed. Well, this guy's more talented than, you know, honestly, than both of those guys. No disrespect to Lance Moore, but Jarvis Landry inside of the slot can do some damage now i know some members of the who that nation will probably say well michael thomas and jarvis landry are kind of similar right um both of these guys aren't the fastest guy in the world both of these guys are fundamentally sound and both of these guys kind of just run short routes right if you look at jarvis landry numbers uh over the uh, course of the years i got it right here you know he he, he catches a lot of passes <laughs> but he's not getting like 15 1600 yards right so, you know, people are saying, well, what about yards after the catch? Well, I mean, he gets yards after the catch, of course. He's probably not going to beat anybody, you know, after he gets the ball, but he's going to fight for a few extra yards and he's going to get you those first downs. I do think that they're similar, uh, but what I feel like Michael Thomas can do, and I think a lot of people don't give Michael Thomas this much credit, is Michael Thomas can do a lot more things than people think that he can I know people have this joke going around calling him slant boy and all he running slants and out routes and all that kind of stuff and 10 and ends. But you have to take into account 
why Michael Thomas was running those routes. You have to take into account why Michael Thomas was limited in the route tree. Drew Brees was the quarterback. Drew Brees was the quarterback. Drew Brees did not have the arm strength, the arm talent to throw the ball down the field consistently the way that you would need, you know, you know, you would need a quarterback to throw. So I think a lot of those passes, you know, <laughs> that were short was due to the fact that Drew Brees couldn't get the ball down the field. But now if you was to get a guy, re-sign a guy like Jameis Winston, if you were to get a guy like Deshaun Watson, you will have a guy in Michael Thomas that can do a little bit more than people are giving him credit for. I feel like this year will be the year where people really start to give Michael Thomas his credit for being one of the best receivers in the league. This has been one thing that has been holding a lot of people back from giving him the knock uh, or the notch rather being the best wide receiver in the league. And that was the fact of a lot of people have not seen him uh, catch a lot of deep passes down the field. Now we've seen him catch the passes. Of course, we know we've seen a couple of deep passes come his way, but it was very few and far in between. I think this is the year where people really start to wake up and their eyes become open and acknowledge Michael Thomas as being one of the best wide receivers in the league. But it will also help if you got a guy like Jarvis Landry. We know that Jarvis Landry uh, is a guy that can get open. We know that he can win his one-on-one -on -one matchup. So if, he, if, if another team is double-teaming Michael Thomas and you're jamming him and you're, you know what I'm saying, and you're trying to get him out of the game, you have another guy who's a solid number two receiver. If you need him to be a number one, he can, and Jarvis Landry to come in. Now, even though the Saints signed, if they were to sign Jarvis Landry, I'm in no way saying that they are out the woods. I'm in no way saying that they should be out of the wide receiver sweet stakes because the Saints wide receiver group is not very good, okay? They're not very good. I know we talk about Callaway, and that's fine and all that kind of stuff, but I do feel like the New Orleans Saints need to get a little bit more firepower. I am so used to the New Orleans Saints having, uh, you know, high-powered offense, guys that can go out there and get open. If one guy is being taken out of the game, another guy is stepping up, giving you 85 to 100 yards receiving. That is what I want to see out of the New Orleans Saints. And you have to give the New Orleans Saints a lot of credit because the Saints could easily, you know, be one of those teams like, oh, man, we're going through a transition and shut it down. The Saints are business as usual. They are trying to make sure that they put the right pieces in place in order for them to be a championship contender. Anybody that's out here saying, oh, man, the Saints are rebuilding, you are sadly mistaken. This team is not rebuilding. This team is <laughs> re-upping, and they're trying to go for it. Even though you hear talks about Deshaun Watson, we're hearing talks, you know, possibly Jameis Winston coming back. This team wants to win. This team has a really good defense. To me, the Saints got the best defense in football. Last season, they had one of the best defenses. You neutralized some of the best quarterbacks in the league? Are you kidding me? They neutralized Aaron Rodgers. They neutralized Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they had these guys looking very pedestrian. So for anybody, I, I don't understand like anybody saying that the Saints are rebuilding. This is a talented football team. And if you add some wide receivers, you add a quarterback that can go out there, that can get the ball to these guys in order for these dudes to make plays, you are going to be very excited watching the New Orleans Saints play. I mean, as much as I love the New Orleans Saints, 
man it was boring watching that offense last season it was like watching paint dry it was like me watching a golf tournament or something like that i mean it was boring okay i mean it is when you are looking at bright spots and the one bright spot that you're looking at is your punter punting inside you know what i'm saying <laughs> landing the ball inside the four yard line or you know what i'm saying putting the ball at the one and talking about how good your punter is it tells you everything you need to know about your offense is not very good all right so i want to see the new orleans saints get back to being that that fire-powered offense that we know that they can be and they got they got the coaches to get that out of them i know people are talking about sean payton not coming back oh sean payton sean payton's not here sean payton not here look p carmichael is capable of calling plays and when p carmichael has called plays the saints have averaged nearly 400 freaking yards of offense so to say that p carmichael is not capable of calling plays that p carmichael is not capable of getting the best out of these players if you put the right players if you put the talented players in place then i think that the saints will be capable of really making some noise in the nfc and then we also have to understand folks this isn't like the saints of old i feel like the saints can go out here and they can get a guy like cam Merritt, or they can get a guy like a tig in junior or they can get a guy you know like you know like one of these uh middle of the pack wide receivers you know they can go out here and get a, a guy that don't have that much experience because they had a cheat code in drew Brees. drew Brees can get the best out of those guys he can help them see the field you don't have that luxury anymore a lot of guys that are quarterbacks they need quality high-powered offensive players around them in order for them to succeed the days of getting pedestrian receivers and they just good at running out routes or you got that one receiver that can take the top off the defense and that's the only thing that he does the days of that in the saints offense is over it's over <laughs> finito kaput all right so they are really going for it and you got to give the saints a lot of credit i respect the hell out of what the saints are doing even though some members of the who that nation are not excited about some of the aggressive moves that the saints are making hey at least they're not sitting on their hands at least they're not just sitting back and watching the jacksonville jaguars make it rain on every <laughs> available free agent possible i mean the jacksonville jaguars are spinning that skrilla okay <laughs> i mean they are throwing money around man it's like they playing madden with the salary cap off but the saints are really being aggressive and they're really trying to put the best pieces in place to make this team the most formidable possible and i love the hell out of them for doing that so shouts out to the new orleans saints should they sign jarvis landry in my opinion yes they should I think that he would be a good solid receiver in the Saints organization. And I think that he would embrace the fact that he's playing at home. You know, he's playing in Louisiana. He's playing among his people. And you know, guys, when they're playing in their home state or they're in their hometown, they, they take it as a badge of honor. And those guys go out there and they try to put on for their city. Jarvis Landry was already talented. So you already put the incentive, the fact that he's actually playing for the team that he grew up watching on television. And he grew and he went to school not too far from where the Superdome is. I went 30 minutes in Baton Rouge. You have to say that that's an incentive for him to come uh, to the Big East. But I'm going to go ahead and read some of your comments and then we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, let's start with 
All right. He's a younger Emmanuel Sanders style player. Yeah, I agree with that. That's that's a good that's a good comparison. But the only thing I would say is Emmanuel Sanders is faster than he is. Emmanuel Sanders was a blazer. I think he ran like a 4-3 coming out of SMU. So, yes, you know, they're both fundamentally sound, but uh, Emmanuel Sanders is a little bit faster than Jarvis Landry is. Mike T, a beast, y'all going to see this year. Yeah. I mean, look, it won't surprise me. I mean, if he comes out and be a beast, I mean, he's he is who he is. He already a beast. I think he's a beast. I just think that people limit his capabilities and they don't put him in that conversation as being one of the best wide receivers in the league because, you know, his because of the route tree. A lot of people feel like he can't go deep. He can't catch deep passes. He can't catch 50 50 balls. I believe that he can. I just think that, you know, the opportunity hasn't presented itself as many times for people to be convinced that he is a top receiver. To me, he is. You know, because I always tell people the one thing that makes a person elite in my eyes, what makes them elite is the fact that, you know, if they go out there and everybody in the stadium, everybody on the opposite side, of the, you know, on the opposite field knows that you about to get the football and you still get the football and there's nothing you can do about it. So if you know he running slants, why not stop it? Why, why, why you can't neutralize it? So it's obviously he's doing something that you can't stop. So that that to me, you know, that that's the role of a guy that's elite. You know, I don't fall into that category like you got to you got to catch 60 yard bounds down the field. I just think that that's just a narrative that's put out there for people to, you know, you know, be like, oh, well, that's why he's the best receiver. I don't, I don't believe that. Facts, TJ. And can we get a running back in the draft? Uh, I think the Saints might get a running uh, a running back late. Who that to the family, man? Thank y'all for being here. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Saints are going after it. This is the new era. Yeah, and this is something that Saints fans been wanting for a long time, right? This is what we've been wanting. We've been wanting for the Saints to be aggressive. We used to be mad <laughs> at the New Orleans Saints because all the teams around the Saints seemed like they were picking guys, and we were just sitting there on the sidelines. So be be careful what you wish for. You got it. So what's the problem? Facts, TJ, Saints offense was hot-ish. Man, yeah, it was terrible. Saints offense was terrible. Trash last year. I mean, dudes couldn't catch a cold. Dudes couldn't get separation to save their mama life. I mean, it was, it was bad, man. It was bad to watch the New Orleans Saints. As much as we are Saints fans here, Man, it was it was man, it was some rough games. I'm telling you, man. I, I tell you, like I was doing a lot of things, <laughs> you know, opposite of watching the Saints game just to stay busy. I was looking at the game and focus on it, but man, you know, if my my car need to be washed, <laughs> or the dishes need to be washed or something, you know, I was doing that too. Because I mean, there were very few games that generated that type of excitement. I mean, I can probably count on one hand. How many games that just left me on the edge of my seat like man you know what i'm saying let's let's go i mean of course we have to say that tampa bay buccaneers game both of those uh you know the falcons game uh where they lost that kept you on the edge of your seat uh the last game of the season of course you know that kept you on the edge of your seat because the saints were playing for a playoff spot but it was very few and far in between too many games you know i mean the game the first game of the season against the green bay packers that had you excited so I guess you can say those five games right there are the games that really stood out. But 
I mean, it was boring as hell watching the New Orleans Saints. Seriously. Saints are going after some dogs that we need. Yeah, it's time for it's time for the Saints to, you know, come bring on a new personality. You know, like, you know, the Sean Payton era is over. And I know some people wanted Dennis Allen to be the head coach of the New Orleans Saints because of uh, you know, his familiarity and everybody knows him and and you know, he was close to Sean Payton and he'll be more likely to put everybody, keep everybody intact. So I can understand that, but this is his team. And coaches want their team to resemble their personality. And to me, I think that Dennis Allen has a little bit more of a fiery personality than Sean Payton. You know, I think that Dennis Allen wears his heart on his sleeve. He's emotional. You see him on the sidelines when the Saints defense making stops. They catching interceptions. I mean, he fired up, man. He pushing Sean Payton and stuff like that. I mean, he's animated. And coaches want guys to resemble them. They want them to have that type of mentality. And to me, I just think that the Saints, one thing that I want them to be, and I feel like they're going to be with Dennis Allen, is a more physical team. I, I look at them being a more of a run-oriented team. I think that you're going to see uh, more uh, run, uh, run-based packages, you know what I'm saying, out there. You might even see what we've been looking for for a long time, which Josh been alluding to for a long time, which is a three running back set. You know, so I, I can see the Saints in some ways possibly resembling the San Francisco 49ers. I'm serious. I mean, I, I think that you might see the New Orleans Saints looking like a completely different team and more aggressive. They're an aggressive team, you know, when I mean, the way they were playing with Sean Payton, but I think they're going to be even more aggressive with Dennis Allen. TJ, I agree. I've been saying the wide receiver room needed upgrading after the 2017 season. Kim, that's a good point. But like I said, I think that a lot of the reasons uh, that the Saints decided not to go getting wide receivers because they, they took Drew Brees. I won't say they took them for granted, but they had Drew Brees and they felt like they had an advantage. That's why you can go out here and, and get this defensive player, that defensive player to try to work on the defense because – Drew Brees can make it work, right? Drew Brees was the MacGyver of the Saints offense, right? You know, if you ever watched MacGyver, MacGyver always coming up, um, coming up with inventions to try to get out of difficult situations. Might use a paper clip, a rubber band, you know, say some, some chewing gum, you know, like he gonna make it work. Drew Brees was the same way. Drew Brees was the MacGyver of the Saints offense. He can make it work. He can, he can tell uh Deontay Harris or Deontay Hardy to go deep or you know what I'm saying uh, uh stay inside you know what I'm saying I'm about to give you this wide receiver screen he can tell Michael Thomas to you know like you know break that route you know what I'm saying if you see this type of coverage he could tell Cesar Ruiz to slide this way instead of slide that way you know like you had a cheat code out there on the field you don't have that luxury anymore you need players to be able to do their job and do their job effectively you no longer have that enabler anymore so I think the Saints, that's the main reason why they've been kind of, you know, inept at the wide receiver position all this time. And we've been seeing teams go out here and get star players that can make all these 50-50 balls, 50-50 uh, catches and seeing these guys run these routes and make these spectacular catches because they have all these different receivers on the team with those type of capabilities. With the Saints, they're more focused on receivers being fundamentally sound, and that was good enough for Drew, right? Let's get a couple throws out here after practice or before practice. 
and let me see what your tendencies are i'll tell you what i'm looking for i'll tell you when to stop on this route i'll tell you you know when i'm you know looking for this back shoulder fade be looking for this you know like drew Brees enabled a lot of the situation but now we look at it drew Brees is gone and we've seen a lot of the things you know that we thought were you know stable they're not you know that just to me it just drew Brees was already great but this year that just passed just completely amplified his greatness like seriously it, it showed you like how important drew Brees was to the saints offense I'm still all in on Winston uh, and just keep uh, players and picks and build around my boy. But if we do get Watson, I'm okay with it as well. I uh, just want to uh, see James Winston finish writing the book. He started who that put it. You thank you very much for the nine 99. And I, and look, I'm all, I'm all for James Winston. I've been saying this, man. I mean, I, I've had a couple podcast episodes about Deshaun Watson. Yes, I have. And, Yes, if Deshaun Watson was become the Saints quarterback, I would embrace that. But I am a Jameis Winston fan. I would like for Jameis Winston to be the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. And I understand that the Saints are just trying to get the best possible. And ain't nothing wrong with that. If if they weren't, if they weren't trying to get the best possible, then I would say I have a problem with that. But they are going for it. And I think that we as Saints fans need to have an appreciation for that. But I'm a Jameis Winston fan. One thing about this draft, these receivers got some speed and they're going to be there in the third round. Yeah, man, you got some burners. But can these do like, man, look, I don't I don't fall for that four, two, four, one. I, I don't care about that stuff, because at the end of the day, it's about do you have the capabilities of playing the wide receiver position? Anybody can work out for the combine. I mean, it's similar to if you want to run the Boston Marathon or something, right? You train year-round, you work at it, you build up your endurance, you build up your cardio, right? You know what I'm saying? To get yourself prepared. A lot of these guys, they 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 link up with world-class of you know fitness trainers and help them with their endurance and help them improve their vertical and help them improve their speed. And that's cool, right? You need speed. Speed, you know what I'm saying, is very important to play in the National Football League. But can you run them routes, though? right you know what i'm saying can you can you run them routes can you win your matchups a lot of these guys fast man but man that 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 only that just means that you're fast but can you play the the wide receiver position at a high level i mean it's impressive of course you know what i'm saying a guy running 40 yards in 4.2 seconds and you know like that's impressive but at the same time man can you run the routes can you get me what i need which is touchdowns and production on a consistent basis. Not one and two games out the season, but consistently. Can you do that? You know, so I mean, that, that's, that's the important thing to me. Let's not act like he had the best quarterback over the years. His quarterback probably really threw the ball in stride where he can actually get the yards after the catch. Oh, by the way, we need to uh, snatch Delvin Cook, younger brother. Yeah, man. I mean, Delvin Cook, brother, you know, he's a he's a really talented uh, running back as well, man. I mean, I enjoy watching him, you know, in the SEC do his thing. Uh, but look, here is the thing, man. Um, I think the New Orleans Saints do need to get themselves a young running back. Uh, I, I like the fact that Mark Ingram is still going to be here. But I, I do feel like Mark Ingram, as, as willing and able as he 
is, you know, and I think that, you know, he's a he's a fan favorite. He's still on the opposite side of 30 where guys start to slow down and injuries start to add up. I mean, he got here. I mean, that first game, I mean, he had an 18-yard <laughs> gain on his first uh, carry, you know, with the New Orleans Saints. I mean, everybody was fired up in the Superdome, happy to see Mark Ingram. But look, man, you need yourself a younger guy. And hopefully you can get yourself a younger guy that has the, the talent to catch the ball and run in between the tackles because Elvin Kamara going to get suspended. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or maybes. He's going to get suspended, folks. So brace yourself. I mean, strap in. So all you would have is Mark Ingram. And you will have to count on Mark Ingram being healthy enough for four games to carry that load. And I don't believe that at the age of, what, 32, 31, you know, I don't think that he has that capability anymore. You need somebody to be able to compliment him. So if you can get yourself a younger running back, and hopefully when Alvin Kamara comes back, like I mentioned, you can probably have that three running back set where you can, you know what I'm saying, you can really run the ball and wear down the defense. You would have that combination. So they're definitely going to need a running back. Rather they get one in the NFL draft or they trade for one. One I would like would be Saquon Barkley. I mean, some people might say, oh, man, Saquon is always hurt. But Saquon gives you that same type of production, gives you that same type of yards after the catch, running in between the uh, tackles, catching the ball out of backfield as Alvin Kamara. So can you imagine both of those guys sharing the, the workload and adding in Mark Ingram also to, to tote that mail too? And don't say that, oh, man, those three running backs, that just don't work. We know that it can work. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a possibility that it can work. So I would love to see Saquon Barkley in the Saints uniform. And, and I think that it would help him because even though, you know, he, he has a history of being injured, you you limit his snap count. It would it would help him to stay healthy throughout the entire season. You know, you don't have to worry about him toting it 30, 31 times, getting 30, 31 touches, you know. Like you, you're sharing it with Elvin Kamara, you're sharing it with Mark Ingram, and you'll be extremely productive. I mean, I don't know if that'll be possible because maybe the Saints will look at uh, Saquon and be like, man, him and Alvin are probably one and the same. To me, I don't think they are. Saquon's a little bit more uh, bigger, a little bit more physical, uh, you know, at the end of his runs than, than Alvin Kamara is. Alvin Kamara is a little bit more shifty, uh, but I think they both can work. And I think they could be a, a good one-two punch. And you add Mark Ingram uh, running up the middle as well. You know, you know how physical he is. Man, that, that, that can be one hell of a combination if you ask me. And we know that we know that Saquon Barkley is on the trading block right now. You know, it seems like the New York Giants are trying to go in a completely different direction. Uh, I like the new aggressive approach. It's different for sure. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get this type of aggression of Sean Payton was the head coach and once again i just think that it has a lot to do with dennis allen trying to change the narrative look man we know look we don't talk about it but it's apparent the dude was 8 and 28 as a head coach so you you combine that with mickey loomis knowing that he needs to bring something to the new orleans saints i mean you lose drew Brees, you lose sean payton a couple of years ago you lost anthony davis zion williamson haven't been playing you need a spark inside of the big easy Right. I mean, CJ McCollum has been doing a really good job at bringing that spark when he got, you know, acquired from Portland. But when you got a guy that's, you know, marquee, like a Deshaun Watson, a guy that's marquee, in my opinion, in the Jarvis Landry, a 
a multi-time pro bowler you know a guy that's you know has the capabilities of being talented like a Jameis winston you know taking his his talents and becoming you know what i'm saying a really good quarterback with him i mean they are really trying to find ways to try to generate excitement and and have the saints fans believing the same type of belief that you had when drew Brees and sean payton uh were with the team you know like a lot of us honestly we kind of took a back seat a lot of us have met, you know lowered our expectations and i talked about this at the beginning of the season right and as the season progressed i'm like man i lowered my expectations when when Jameis winston went down in that game versus tampa i said man i kind of lowered my expectations but i don't want to continue and consistently lower my expectations when i'm talking about the saints and mickey loomis dennis allen don't want you to do it either they want you to believe when you walk into the season superdome they want you to believe when you're sitting down watching this team on television that they have the same chance at a super bowl championship as the rams as the packers as the bucks as uh tom brady has come back you know as some of these top teams in the nfc they want you to believe that the saints are not only just going to go out there and be competitive but go out there and actually beat these guys and make their way to a championship i know that's what i want i mean i'm gonna be a saint fan regardless i don't care if they they go 17 and 0 or 1 and 16 i'm still gonna be a saint fan at the end of the day but i want the best product on the field okay i want to believe that the new orleans saints every single year are a super bowl contender and if anything else, in the words of Charles Barkley, would be uncivilized. Can we afford to sign Watson and Jarvis? Yeah, yes, we can. Yes, we yes, we can. The Saints can move some things around. They can extend uh J Deshaun Watson's contract out by signing him. You know, it, it it'll actually help the cap rather than hinder it. And then not to mention what you'll be giving up for him, you know, those first round picks in which who who you have to sign right so yes they can they can sign both of them absolutely what do you think about callaway at the third receiver i think that callaway has the capability of being a third receiver but i'm in no way going into training camp saying hey you're our third receiver no you're gonna earn it like everybody else and you put somebody out there that's gonna compete for that third spot that's what you do you bring somebody in there that's going to compete with Callaway because I like Callaway a lot, but he was inconsistent last season. And the only reason why we're saying a third receiver, let's just be honest about this, folks. It has very little to do with his talent, more so than us actually liking the dude. Oh, I like him. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he has a little something there. He shows a little promise on the field, and we know how we work as Saints fans. As long as you're out there trying, working hard, we gonna find a place for you we don't want to get rid of you we we like you because you try hard right that's the reason why people up here talking about make Taysom Hill the starter because we love Taysom Hill we like the fact that he tries hard we like the fact that he plays with heart and spunk and all that kind of stuff there but look heart and spunk ain't about to get me 100 yards every single game heart and spunk is not going to have you out there balling out if a guy goes down I want my third receiver to be Michael Gallup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I want my third receiver to be Robbie Anderson. You know, like a guy that's capable of getting 100 yards if another guy goes down. He will step 
into that second uh row or even that first row he has the mind frame of a number one receiver even if he is playing a three that's what i want and i like callaway i do but the inconsistency tells me that you need to go out here and try to find somebody else look man i was sick to my stomach watching this pedestrian ass offense seriously I, i'm not i'm i'm now i am not just trying to find oh there's a place for him right i'm this is this is not a couch in your living room right this isn't a picture on a wall here i can hang it right here no move it over here i got some space let me put this table right here man forget all that i want a contender i want a team offensively when they get off the bus you had a defensive coordinator has been up all freaking night i mean honestly the defensive coordinators of the opposing team that the saints have played i'm pretty sure slept like a baby probably slept like they slept on a posturepedic bed going into a game versus the saints because nobody was scared of trevor simeon nobody was scared of Taysom hill nobody was afraid of marquez calloway or Jawan johnson or adam troutman or nick vernett nobody was afraid of them them boys slept like a baby probably got the best sleep they ever had in years going up against the saints offense and have you ever thought in your lifetime after watching sean payton coach this team after watching drew Brees, y'all throw for 300 400 yards have you ever thought in your wildest dreams that you will watch a pedestrian ass new orleans saints offense take the field not me so as far as marquez callaway i like him but you got to compete my dude you find yourself somebody that, that can compete with this dude that's a dog i want a michael gallup type number three i want a cd lamb i mean whatever how you want to slice it you ever want to cut it right you had cedric griffin out here who just got paid who played for the cowboys this dude was like a number four that's what i want i want a guy that if he leaves the new orleans saints next year this man getting a big time contract like a cedric wilson i mean cedric griffin whatever his name is wilson griffin whatever you know what i'm saying like I, I want somebody that when they leave be like man we done lost something i want my number three to get a three-year contract like michael gallup did that's what i want i want him to be a tough decision like man man i hate to see this dude go but he played his way out of new orleans like a trey hendrickson did that's what i want but forget all this oh man he, he good uh, we can find a place for him now nah, i ain't find a place for nobody man finding a place for somebody those days are over who that nation is over for me I, I ain't trying to find no more places you found a place for kevin white you know what i'm saying like you found a place for ethan wolf like that's what you you found a place for those guys i don't want to find no more places for you right we got a little room in the corner nah bro this, this we we had we we about to violate the fire code we had full capacity we want some dogs i want some dogs i want some winners out there for the new orleans saints i don't want no do-gooders i don't want no well wishes i want some dogs i want some haru, haru, haru. i want some dogs that's what i want though for real for, I, I don't want no more nice guys i don't want no friendly faces and you know what i'm saying some guys that's, that's scared to go out there and get it i want a number three who thinks like a number one and if you if you're not a number one if you don't think that you're a number one i don't need you on my team yeah i, I mean for real i want some dogs i don't know what y'all want i don't want i don't want no more well wishes man
got a lot of love for juice but i think we should be looking at a james washington or zay jones on the cheek well zay jones is gone man zay jones <laughs> uh like i said the jacksonville jaguars making it rain zay jones is now with the jaguars uh james washington uh is a very talented player i don't know if um man i don't know if the steelers gonna get rid of that dude he pretty damn talented people if you have a chance to get a franchise quarterback like winston you pull the damn trigger i love jaybo i guess you mean uh deshaun uh kimberly i, I get what you're saying i love jaybo but come on now y'all y'all uh talking feelings over facts look i already mentioned it and i already said it, and it shouts out to my guy matt moscona who I, uh, I heard earlier today and he talked about how this dude went to court and basically a lot of us are making these these thoughts based on our feelings about how we it feels you know the Deshaun Watson situation should go here's the reality the last time this dude was the starting quarterback in the National Football League he led the league in passing yards he had his best year statistically dude only threw seven interceptions and dude was one of the top quarterbacks in the league so you can talk about your feelings all you want to but here's the reality winning solves all of that I don't care what y'all say you can think about all the people in the past. Oh, Joe Mixon. He's so terrible, right? You know what I'm saying? I ain't never going to cheer for Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon almost won Super Bowl MVP. I ain't never going to cheer for Ben Roethlisberger. The man got a standing ovation his last game in Heinz Field. Oh, Ray Lewis, what a horrible human being. Man got a statue outside m Bank. The reality is we get so riled up, we get so emotional, right? We get called thomas will emotional right we get emotional when they're talking about these players but when when the dust settles when the smoke clears the only thing that we care about is them w's sorry folks you know like your feelings your feelings uh i mean they take a back seat you know i mean you ever heard that term f your feelings that's that's how they feel this is a business this is a business. These people are trying to get paid. They're trying to get that Skrilla. They're trying to make this team more appealing to a, a wider audience. They want primetime television games. They want people in their seats. They want asses in seats. So your feelings takes a back seat. And people, oh, man, well, you're, you're alienated of a base. Well, I'm telling you, man, you may feel that way today. But five, six, seven years from now, if Deshaun Watson is putting up Drew Brees-type numbers over the course of his career in a New Orleans Saints uniform, none of us are going to sit up here and be talking about what happened back in 2020, what happened back in 2021. Nobody is going to care. Why are we sitting up here trying to fake pretend and talk all slow and, and act as if we care about this so deeply? Some of us do. But the majority of us are basically just trying to say, what we feel is right all i'm saying is why do we have court systems why do we go to court why are people proven guilty or not guilty why are these guys you know what i'm saying going why, why we have this system in place if a guy is going to get out and people saying well he's still guilty and i'm gonna treat him as such i'm not going to do that now if some some new evidence come through man look i'm washing my hands i'm out you got me but as of right now Based on what happened in, in court this past, uh, I mean, last week, last Friday, 
Dude can be my quarterback. I'm just saying if if, if push comes to shove, I'm still I'm still on Jameis. I'm still on the Jameis bandwagon, but I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> if 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 they do make this trade, I'm all for it. It's because our defense is loaded. We loaded up on that side of the ball. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. I mean that defense is loaded. You got a lot of pass rushes. You got talented. Uh, you got a talented secondary. And if you just so happen to lose Marcus Williams and you can replace him with a honey badger, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, honestly, you don't really lose. You don't, I won't say you don't lose much because Marcus Williams is talented, but that's that's one hell of a that's a that's a one hell of a replacement, right? That's a hell of a replacement. You replace Marcus Williams with Tyron Matthew. Oh, come on now. Cedric Wilson just got signed by the Dolphins. Pay attention. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, and he was what a number four? You had Amari Cooper out there. You had CD Lamb, Michael Gallup before he tore his ACL, and Cedric Wilson just got paid. It ain't even Friday night, folks. Man, this dude. I mean, that's what you want, man. That's what you want. Wilson is a solid player. Exactly. Dude played his way out of Dallas. That's what you want, man. You want guys to play themselves out of their situation. If a guy's not playing himself out of the situation, I don't want him. Seriously. I don't, I don't look. We have we have grown accustomed to guys just doing their job. Like, okay, Robert Meacham. Okay, we know he's about to run this wide receiver screen uh, screen. We know he's about to run this this uh this stretch play. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this uh, you know, the streak route. We know he's about to run this, right? We know that uh Lance Moore gonna run in a slot you know what i'm saying he's gonna sit right there you know what i'm saying in the you know, right there you know what i'm saying in the middle of the field for the first down we know Devin henderson about to go over the top with the nine route right we know tavares cadet was about to catch the ball out of backfield man them days are over we want some dudes that can go out there that can do some spectacular things that can catch those 50 50 balls and be aggressive that's what we want see we like i said we growing accustomed to the saints way how you have the Patriot way? There is a Saints way. And when we look at wide receivers, there's a certain way that we look at wide receivers. There's a certain way that we evaluate wide receivers. When they come to the New Orleans Saints, we're like, okay, we know exactly what the Saints are going to do with them from the jump. I don't want one-dimensional receivers anymore. One-dimensional receivers is not going to get it done any longer. Drew Brees is gone. One-dimensional receivers drew Brees can handle that drew Brees can work with that you don't have drew Brees anymore you need some guys that can do some dynamic things at the wide receiver position and if guys are just out there still counting their steps one two three cut nah bro i mean find, find yourself another team i think the jets they may have some openings at wide receiver but we don't need you know what i'm saying we don't need nobody you know what i'm saying thinking about the last time they was at the salsa class right one two three step one two three move nah bro i don't want that man for real take them salsa classes take that somewhere else i don't want that i want i want some dogs out there that you should want some too watson 27 and winston is 28 watson is a top 10 quarterback and winston is a top 15 it is that big of a gap well based on what we've seen as far as performance i mean you have to say you're, you're right about that right based on the situations that they've been in right james in tampa little sprinkle of new orleans right and, and you have deshaun what he has done 
in a Texans uniform. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. I mean, I feel that Jameis, with the right situation and some belief, can get you what you want. But if you want something that's a proven product that you know for a fact it is what it is, right? That you know what you're going to have. You know what you got, right? You got to go with Deshaun. But to me, it's a win-win situation. You win with either one of these guys, seriously. Man, I wouldn't want the dude if he ain't going to change. It's okay to mess up, but not okay to not correct it. Well, I agree with that. I, I agree, you know, the, the situation that, that happened. You know, I mean, I, I can understand that. But to be honest with you, we don't know what happened. Like, seriously, we, we don't know what happened. We, we are just making speculation. We see 22 people come forward. And I know that's a lot. And I know it sounds like I'm minimizing. We see 22 people going forward. But think about this, folks. Why? Okay. As much as we can say that Deshaun Watson is guilty, we can admit to that. Okay. Some people say, man, he's he guilty. He's guilty. Why can't people concede the fact that people lie? Seriously. People lie. Man, like, people lie. I'm a man like why why it's it's okay to say that it's okay to say that and still be sensitive about situations that go on with women with sexual assault and, and sexual harassment. It's okay. People lie, people lie about all types of situations. So why are we so sure that this dude actually did it? Seriously, why are we so sure that this dude did it? Because 20 like 22 people came forward. Like, I mean. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Anybody ever thought that the man may be just addicted to sex? Seriously. Like, we applaud and laugh and, and, and think about people like the nature boy Ric Flair, right? He talk about all his conquests throughout the years, right? Woo, we laugh at old Nate's, right? We, we, we laugh when we hear about Will Chamberlain being with over 10,000 women. How funny would it be if out of those 10,000 women, 50 women came forward and say, well, Will Chamberlain did this to me. I mean, to, like, I'm serious. Like, anybody ever thought about that? Maybe the dude just addicted to sex. Maybe he just addicted to it, man. You know, like, people have their, their fetishes. But, you know, like I said, man, I don't know. All I know is this dude went to court <laughs> on Friday, and they found no evidence to convict this dude. Seriously. And then here's, here's another thing what people aren't trying to pay attention to. The dude basically said that he is willing to, to completely exhaust his finances to clear his name. Now, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but not too many people are going to want you to do that if they feel like they just have done something. Now, I've seen people settle it out in court. I've seen that situation before. Maybe he has some civil court cases. Maybe they might go that route. But I have never seen, as far as people just being guilty, for them to exhaust their funding. Well, you got to, I don't know. You know, I, I, I got an idea about a person. But nevertheless, I, I, don't, I don't really see that often. I just see people, man, just go ahead and get this out. You know what I'm saying? Pay them. Let's get this over with. This man said he is willing to exhaust his finances to clear his freaking name does that 
does that account for anything? Of course not. Of course not. Because if you like basically, if somebody okay, if you said that I'm not a liar, I don't lie. Five people came out and say, Man, you lied to me. Man, you lie. He'll lie. He'll lie. So if five people come out, even though you're telling the truth, are you telling me that everybody's supposed to believe that you're a liar based on the fact that five people said it? But that's how the world works. You know, and honestly, people know that. People know it. You know what I'm saying? They they know it. Because nobody, like, nobody is going to, like, nobody is going to sit back and just evaluate every single person's story. Nobody's going to do that. They just going to add to it. They just going to add to it. So you probably have three people over here, you know what I'm saying, that probably said something. Then you have like another 10 who probably just came out and just added on to it. It happens, folks. Why, 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 why is it, why is it, why is it that we can't say this? Like, seriously. Oh, you being insensitive, TJ. No, I'm not. People lie. Like, people lie all the time, man. Like people, people lie about those situations all the time in order for them to try to get a bag because they, they count on individuals not wanting to deal it out in court and, and you know, bringing public scrutiny on themselves. So they like, OK, man, just, just just get it out of here. I just want it over with so they can get a quick little bag. I, like I said, I mean, if, if we're so sure about this dude being guilty if we so sure and we can say oh man this dude is guilty why can't like if you're so sure about that why you just can't concede and say okay if you think the dude guilty there's a possibility that he's guilty right why can't you say there's a possibility that people lie why are you so sure about that you can't be all your emotions as of right now are just based on speculation So I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry, but it's the truth. All these people that claim uh, they're supporters of women's rights, but no one ever said anything about Carl Granderson and he was actually sentenced for sexual assault. Period. I ain't got nothing to add to that. Saints ain't it. Uh, Mahone, <laughs> Mahoney. Uh, you know, I guess his man Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Allen, Burrow are the top five. Not a bad top five. Not a bad top five at all. But if Deshaun Watson goes out there and he balls his ass off, he'll be in that conversation. Panthers not getting him. Panthers not getting him because I mean, look, if the Panthers don't make the playoffs or have a good season, Matt Rule on a hot seat. So. You you might look at it like, man, this dude might be gone after this year. So you commit to a team where you might not even have the same head coach. I mean, me personally, look, it's rather he needs to go to the Saints or the Panthers. I don't think he needs to go to any big market. I don't think he needs to go to Philly. I don't think that he needs to go to any New York team. I don't think he needs to go to any team with a big media market. Seriously. You know, no disrespect to the Saints, but I think they have a, a, a very – I won't say a small media market, but a, a, a very in, in comparison to other cities, it's it's pretty small. I say that, yeah, it's pretty small. So I just think that he can move a little bit different than you could in Philly, right? It, it took a lot for a guy like Michael Vick to come to Philly 
uh, and change the minds of those people. And, and some people, he didn't change the mind of those individuals because they couldn't get past, you know, the whole dog, dog fighting situation, right? You had Peter at games and criticizing this dude even when he was comeback player of the year. Deshaun Watson, to me, in this climate, I mean, you got to think about this too. Social media wasn't as strong when Michael Vick went to prison the first time. It was just starting to get that way. It was just starting to get strong. It was just starting to be the wave. But now Deshaun Watson, if you go out there with the power of social media, are you kidding me? Man, it's going to be a tough out for that dude. And especially if he goes out there and he stinks it up and not have a good game. I mean, to me, I feel like he has to play himself back into, you know, uh, you know, to the good graces of the people. But also, I feel like all the stuff that you're going through, man, I mean, you got to be made out of Teflon not to let that stuff get to you. I mean, your livelihood possibly being taken away from you, endorsements being taken away from you. And then you got to go out there and perform for a team that's willing to devour you at any second of your, you know what I'm saying? Any second. Like, play good today, but play off for tomorrow. They will turn on you like that. That's the Philly market. So, to me, I think he needs to go to a, a, a smaller market where he can, you know, maneuver. You know, I mean, you're going to have people in New Orleans, Saints fans, that's probably going to think, you know, a certain way. But to me, I, I just think that it's a little bit different because there's only a few members of the media that people just actually just trust like that, you know. Not too many, not too many people have the ears and the eyes of Saints fans. Very few. I probably can count on one hand uh how many, you know what I'm saying, like media people, a lot of a multitude of Saints fans trust. That's exactly why y'all need a new quarterback after trading for Sam Donald, then benching him for Cam Newton. <laughs> Who talking about, man? Look, Carolina, man, get yourself together. For real, man. Win some games and hopefully you can keep your coach before you start talking in here. We need, look, when your coach can be so good that he decides to step down, then holler at me. Not a coach that that's on a hot seat right now that can probably be gone by week five if y'all start off slow. I'm just saying. Uh, John, y'all ain't been the same in the Stone Age. <laughs> John, uh, getting a laugh out of this. Kim is laughing. Panthers are pathetic. Tell me how you really feel. 777 says, preach. T says, team Watson. Who that? I love Winston, but Watson. <laughs> Williams ain't no Darren Sharper, uh, so he can go. <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, man, Marcus Williams is good. I mean, I can understand, like, how people may feel, you know, because some people ne never let go of that 2017 season. But the dude, if he leaves, you you gonna be missing something like let, let, let's not just act like this dude would just chop liver out there on the field pampas suck get out of here <laughs> nah man don't don't do that man panther fan y'all can stay man i hope y'all enjoy the show just just signed uh cj uh uzama uh today yeah for, oh man that's a good pickup right there that's a good pickup now if they can get a quarterback i think there'll be something okay because uh zach wilson ain't it man i don't think he built for big time man i mean I mean, he comes out of Utah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if the dude built like that. I seen some talent. I seen some runs. I seen some arm talent. But I mean, that New York market, man, you got to be Eli Manning. Like, you got to have that type of mentality. But 
I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe his, maybe his like mind frame is that resemble of Eli Manning. But you gotta, man, you gotta be, uh, man, you gotta be tough to be in the New York market, like Eli Manning. I, I just think that he was just a different beast. Uh, damn, Panthers ain't been the same since they got uh, choked out of the Super Bowl. <laughs> y'all were just screaming for a rule to be fired. I mean, now y'all want Deshaun Watson. I mean, I'm just saying, man, like that ain't stability right there. Y'all gonna be mad when y'all find out what they're gonna do with AK. That's all y'all got because Mike Thomas stay hurt and he's slow. Man, what is you talking about, man? I mean, Alvin Kamara, did he even play with the against the Carolina Panthers? Did he play in that game? I'm not even sure. The second time they played, did he play in that game? Maybe he did. I don't know, but Look, man, Carolina got so many issues right now. I mean, y'all got all that talent. Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. How y'all got all that talent? Y'all got Robbie Anderson and CJ Moore. And, I mean, y'all got Chris McCaffrey back there. You know, I mean, y'all still couldn't do nothing. Like, seriously. Like, come on, man. I mean, y'all, y'all got a couple dogs out there, man. Y'all got JC Cohen. I hope that he has a speedy recovery. And you know what I'm saying? Y'all got Dante Jackson, but y'all still ain't doing nothing. I mean, come on, man. Like, win some games and then come back. I mean, I will give them some respect in this regard uh, when it comes to, like, you know, winning the division and, you know, winning games and and, and honestly being up there when it comes to the NFC South, being a, a, a formidable foe, a formative foe, uh, foe I can't, uh, formative foe of the New Orleans Saints, I will give them credit for that. But still, man, y'all, y'all ain't done nothing in a while, so. Y'all kind of in the same boat, if not worse. This dude got to be slow in this chat. Team Watson, who that? I love Winston, but Watson, I already read that one. I don't know if you said that again. Or I just ran across it twice. Bro, sound like Deion Sanders affected. We want dogs. Shout out to B. I love, man. I want some dogs, man. Seriously. I, I don't want no more puppies out here. Limited wide receivers is the reason Peyton has so many packages and that confuse new and younger players. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, you have 15, six, 16 personnel packages when normally NFL teams might have seven or eight. Yeah, I would confuse anybody. I mean, you got to do your homework. I'm pretty sure they playbook look like the yellow page. Then you have to count the audibles too. My goodness. Uh, without CMC, the Panthers ain't nothing. With CMC, the Panthers ain't nothing. <laughs> I like both quarterbacks. Watson was a Bill O'Brien away from play. In the AFC Championship, man, people got to remember, man, uh, in that divisional game, the Texans started off hot, right? I think they went up like 24-7 or 24-3. And then all of a sudden, man, Kansas City just woke up and just smacked them boys around. I don't know what happened. It was like, I, I, man, I don't know what was up with that. It was like, man, Freaky Friday, you know? They like they just switched bodies, right? The the Texans started off looking like the uh, Chiefs, and then all of a sudden the Chiefs went back to being the Chiefs. I, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, that was uh, – I think a lot of people aren't giving that man credit, but, yeah, he had him – he had him there. And not to mention, man, in that – that man, a great game versus the Buffalo Bills, you know, in the playoffs, man. When he had that spinoff, man, that man was balling. I mean, I don't know what Josh Allen was thinking when he gave, when he gave up that 30-yard sack. I'm like, man, what is you talking about? uh hell tom brady can uh go play for the panthers and they will uh still be garbage they'll be garbage with brady 
Still no rain since Breeze right after the hurricane. Yeah. And Panthers still ain't got no rings, right? <laughs> Before the hurricane, after the hurricane. <laughs> Hurry up and buy. I feel that, TJ. Free R. Kelly. Uh, slow your roll. <laughs> y'all funny. By the way, we won four division titles. Y'all 2-10 and 10 against the Saints. Watson will be a New Orleans Saint. Believe that. Sorry, Pampers. Baby. <laughs> Watson for two first second uh two seconds davenport and lil jordan <laughs> he's gonna draw lil jordan and i look honestly i forgot all about lil jordan humphrey and in some ways to me lil jordan humphrey played better than callaway i i just don't think sean payton liked lil jordan maybe he wasn't grasping the offense and maybe having them 14 15 personnel packages was getting to him but anytime lil jordan name was called the man was making some plays he was catching 24-yard passes. He was catching touchdowns in the back of the end zone. I mean, when his name was called, he was handling his business. And to me, it seemed like he was more, you know, he was more ready for the moment than even that of a Callaway. Callaway started to come on towards the end of the season. That's when you start seeing him like, okay, man, he's doing a little something. It was one game, man. I mean, it was basically his, his, whole, his whole season in a nutshell. He'll make one good play, and then he'll drop a wide-open pass. Then he'll make an even more difficult catch, and then he'll miss an easy pass. That was the story of Marquez Callaway's season, the entire season, up and down. I mean, it was like it, – it was just like, you know, I mean, it was just like the stock market, up and down, up and down. Deshaun's situation was fishy when he wanted out, and all of a sudden McNair's lawyer buddies had all these clients bringing up charges. That is a good point, and I've heard people say that. And some people will say, oh, man, that's ridiculous. I don't think so. Like, if if an owner is willing to give a coach $100,000, I will continue to be on that, even though nobody's talking about that right now. If, if the Miami Dolphins can be accused of giving Brian Flores, which, I, you know, $100,000, okay, if we're going to make speculation, let's go ahead and put that out there. If, if we just so happen to have Tom Brady on a yacht and want Brian Flores to come out there, what's it to us to believe that an organization won't try to sabotage their own player if the player doesn't want to comply? I mean, we know that when it comes to ownership in the NFL, I mean, they can make the, the national media go to sleep. They can Oh, we really getting all the stories? No, we not, man. If we getting what they want us to get, seriously, I don't want anybody to believe. Like you think it's a coincidence, and yeah, I'm gonna say this too. You think it's a coincidence that the Catholic Church story came out about the New Orleans Saints and Gail Benson giving money to the Catholic Church, and probably talked about that about a day or two, and then the next thing you know, we talking about something else. How is that possible? That's a huge scandal, right? Yeah, the owner of the saints giving money to the catholic church the same catholic church that done all these horrible things to these young boys the uh, young boys and nobody ain't saying anything about it so anybody that believes that this the owners and nfl can't manipulate these guys <laughs> manipulate the media to make them say and do what they want them to do trust and believe these dudes do their homework these dudes do their homework when they draft a player, when they sign a player, they do their due diligence. I'm talking about they know if a guy stole bubble gum out of the corner store when he was 10. 
So you don't think if they know Deshaun Watson, maybe they know his his shortcomings, his limitations, his weaknesses? Of course they do. I mean, they drafted him. You got to be an idiot or boo-boo the fool not to do your due diligence on a player. But nobody pays attention to that, too. All right. TJ, you talking to a brick wall, and on top of that, let's keep it real. Race is a big factor. What about Big Ben in Pittsburgh? T, honestly, I don't think race has anything to do with this Deshaun Watson situation. I just think that the society today, well, let me take that back. We we never know if race is involved or not, but I think, and I said this earlier on the show, I think Big Ben Roethlisberger's situation uh, was different because of the time. When we think about the Times of Me Too movement and all that kind of stuff, it really happened and started when Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein, all those guys, wow, right? You know, when, when Bill Cosby took the pills and put it in the cup, you know what I'm saying? That's when everybody was cracking jokes and everybody was like, man, Times of Me Too movement. Big Ben Roethlisberger did not receive that type of backlash. Probably lucky for him. If that happened in this climate, in this day and age, trust and believe Big Ben Roethlisberger probably wouldn't be as celebrated as he was the last time he, he walked off the field in Hines. I'm, sell- I'm telling you, man, like a lot of the situations that we're trying to compare, the world and society is completely different. I, I, the, the, the acceptance of certain situations have changed. So it's probably good for him. Tim, thank you very much for the $5. Says Deontay, Callaway, Traquan, Troutman, Lil Jordan, all do not <laughs> add up to one Jarvis Landry. Sell them all except for Thomas, and he's from Nola. Well, look, I, I would te- I would keep a Deontay Harris. I mean, special teams and him being a dynamic player. I think that uh, you need him, uh, which we're about to talk about in a few minutes. But uh, Traquan, kick rocks. Troutman, you have one more bad year, you can kick rocks. Lil Jordan, I like you, but if it came down to it, I wouldn't want to keep you if I can get something better. And Callaway, I like him too, but if I can get something better, I wouldn't keep him either. Seriously. I mean, look, I, I want some, I want some winners. I want some dogs out there. I ain't trying to find, I ain't trying to put square pegs into round holes no more. Seriously, man. I ain't trying to put square pegs into round holes no more. Seriously. I, I'm not trying to make it work no more. We was making it work back in 2015. How that worked. 2016, how that worked. 2017, how that worked. Give me some winners. Give me some dogs. For real. Vito in the house. Thank you very much for the 199. Says, man, the chat be lit. Go ahead and hit that like. Please hit the like button. Look, if you're if you're here and you're enjoying the podcast and you're enjoying the content, please hit the like button. I really appreciate that. If you all, if you all show love, if you if you love the show, I mean, just just hit the like button, subscribe. I really would appreciate that. Just take a few seconds and just hit that like button. <laughs> Ivan says, TJ, where you crying? <laughs> Willie, hell yeah. Lil Jordan uh, gets the yards after the catch. Yes, he does. Saints about to come through with three first, two seconds. Ruiz, Hill, Turner, a case of Hennessy barbecue brisket <laughs> and some Bitcoin. Eugene, like, and I, you know, one crazy thing that I heard today, I ain't going to lie to you. It's not even the trade and what the Texans are willing to give up. The craziest thing I heard today was that Cesar Ruiz is highly regarded in circles in the National Football League. That may be 
one of the most laughable things I ever heard in my entire life. Caesar Ruiz is in good graces around the National Football League for what? Slipping and sliding, moonwalking, getting bullied, tripping over his own feet. I mean, if that's the case, yes. But the dude, I mean, come on, man. Like, what tape are y'all watching? Seriously. How many times has this dude did the cha-cha slide at, at the wedding? Y'all y'all, y'all been in the cha-cha slide line, right? You know, we're like, you know, slide to the left. Some, you know say You got some people went to the right where they say slide to the left. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Caesar Ruiz, man. You know say Like the cha-cha slide say slide to the right, he slid to the left. He slid to the left and got our quarterback Drew Brees' ribs broken. I mean, he slid to the right and got Elvin Kamara actually pancaked and just bulldozed, ran over. I mean, the dude was a lead blocker on a stretch play, on a halfback toss, and the dude tripped over his own feet. Seriously, man. I mean, the dude is like, I don't know, Brian Bertano, um, you know, like Nancy Kerrigan, the man figure skating out there. But he's mentioned among the elites? Seriously, man. Like, what does it take to get, like, honestly, what does it take to get to the barbecue these days if Cesar Ruiz got an invite? Seriously, man. Like, oh, but honestly, man, if you're going to take them smoking mirrors, be my guest. If you're going to believe that this dude going to get you anything except headache, heartache, <laughs> and your quarterback hurt, be my guest. Cesar Ruiz mentioned among the best at anything when it comes to national football league is a shock to me now if he comes out year three okay and he plays better i will take back this statement but as of right now no sir i mean the dude the dude is figure skating out there and they playing football there's a problem with that folks right you know he asked him what would brian bertano do you know <laughs> tim thank you uh, for the five dollars again man i appreciate that uh let me stroll down a little bit faith-based workplace says what you think about honey badger coming to us i like the idea man thank you for the five dollars I, I love the idea if we were to lose marcus williams and if we just so happen to lose uh cj Gardner johnson which i would not want to do you know if they try to make a trade for deshaun watson uh rob thank you very much for the 4.99 i really do appreciate that man thank you so much tim says uh tj let them believe that i'll sell us <laughs> uh, save us the trouble if we can get a good trade yeah let them believe it man i'm serious man but the dude is is not very good man <laughs> seriously he's not very good right i mean i want him to be good of course i want him to be good if he plays for the saints but the dude is not very good like seriously man what if what have they been watching i mean i mean y'all need brian baldinger out there you know what i'm saying uh, to critique that that's the only person i i, I want to get to evaluate my offensive line watson already be uh doing the gritty <laughs> as well uh you can do it all uh you want here uh who that we started that yeah man i mean i don't know they need to do something uh, and them, them, these receivers that we got the quarterback you know what i'm saying we need that man the saints need some stuff man so he can do the gritty all day as long as he throwing more touchdowns than interceptions uh, i can see that i'm 60 40 watson because of all that sean uh said he wanted in a team and even the charlotte observer said the saints check all the boxes yeah i mean if the dude comes to new orleans people are gonna be mad for a second 
But as soon as they go out there and see that dynamic talent, they're going to they gonna get on board. I've been a Saints fan for a long time. This ain't my first barbecue, folks. This ain't my first picnic. I've seen so many people. Man, should we get this dude? No, 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 no. Then all of a sudden, the dude go out there and play. Ball out. Man, he a beast, though. He a beast, though. I'm about to give me a jersey tomorrow, bruh. Come on, man. Do we really care about anything these days? We're going to sound profound, boy. We're going to sound like Martin Luther King back in 62 when he stood, you know what I'm saying, when he stood in, inside some of them Baptist churches. We're going to sound like Martin Luther King when he stood in front of the Lincoln Memorial and told the world he had a dream. On social media, boy, we had a dream. We had a dream that Deshaun Watson would not play for the Saints. I had a dream that Deshaun Watson went somewhere else because of my moral compass. I had a dream today. Seriously, man. Like, we all, we all so profound on social media. But, boy, behind closed doors. Behind closed doors, folks. Roe's on the field throwing a hollow shake. Pop lock, like like pop lock and drop it. Pop lock and drop it. Thank you very much for the four ninety nine. Yeah, man, the dude is <laughs> that man be slipping and sliding out there, man. Not slipping and sliding, he be slipping and sliding around that field, man. I'm for real, man. I'll be wondering, like you know, how, like they used to have that old Astro turf back in the nineties. I'm wondering if Caesar Roe's played. With some jump mans with no with no uh spikes at the bottom. I'm just wondering, man. Like, do we, does he have like do you have proper footing? Seriously, man. Does he have proper footing? That's what I want to know. And then for somebody like Sean Payton, who really loves cleats, who who sits up there all day and goes to the equipment room and talks about the guys having certain type of spikes and three-inch spikes and two-inch spikes and, and all that kind of stuff and what they need to have on. I mean, Cesar Ruiz, I, I'm wondering if he played out there in gym shoes. Seriously. Because the dude look like he, he has a problem with footing. The problem is you need good footing if you're going to play an offensive lineman. <laughs> if you're playing offensive lineman, you need some good footing. And this the brother does not have it. Panthers rookies are their best players. Why would Watson want to go to a team where he won't win because the team got gutted in the trade? Watson doesn't want to go to the Panthers. I wouldn't want to go to the Panthers. The Panthers are not very good. They might be good. I mean, look, they, they showed promise earlier in the season. I mean, I thought for a minute they were going to be the best team in the NFC South. But, boy, when Sam, Sam Donald, when the real Sam Donald stood up, <laughs> the rest was history. You forget that Sean Watson has a no-trade clause, so the Texans can't trade him unless he okays it. That's true. If they suck... At the presentation, Carolina of the Saints, he might decide to go somewhere else. Who that they say they're going to beat them Saints? Uh, everybody that beat them, look at the losing column of their record. Man, what are you talking about? The Saints <laughs> have the second most wins in a regular season behind the Kansas City Chiefs. And that includes slapping around the Carolina Panthers probably ever what since what 2016 like what are we talking about here man like i get it man like the troll job i, I respect that i'll give you a round of applause but come on man like have some dignity like let, let's not come up with no lies here okay we know that the saints have owned the nfc south seriously they have owned the nfc south every single team over the last five seasons the saints have owned 
That includes the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers were on a losing streak going up against the Saints. In the last time they beat them in, what, week two? Carolina, man, come on, man. I, I Look, <clears throat> I stand Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Out of all the teams in NFC South, I must say, Carolina Panther fans don't irritate me as Falcon fans. And I don't even want to say Buck fan. I call them the New England Bucks fans. Um, but let's just be real about this, man. The Saints own the NFC South. They run the South. And it, it is even more sad because the Saints been on the South last year with no freaking quarterback, no real true starting quarterback. Four starting quarterbacks last season for the New Orleans Saints, and they still came out with a better record in NFC South. Something is wrong here. Something is wrong here, man. Some, some, that's a problem. If y'all can't beat the Saints and they out there with, you know, with spitting and glue and, you know what I'm saying? Some duct tape, and they still out there beating y'all? Well, man, what's, what's going on here, man? Seriously. What are we doing? Man, we losing our mind, man. We, lo like, we losing our mind here, man. We just coming up with stuff here. Man, the troll job was okay until you said that. Panthers keep getting pounded. <laughs> uh, let's see. 26-7 to 7 with Sam Donald. Don't ever forget. Look at the Panthers' losses. And sweep them books. Exactly. Yeah, I want Watson. I've been begging for Watson, but I said that to John. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people want Watson, but I would not be mad if the New Orleans Saints sign Jameis Winston. Do not sell your soul if if you don't have a, a backup plan. Now there's some there's some things that can possibly happen. I mean, you got to keep in mind Sean Payton. If Sean Payton comes back into the league, right? If he comes back next year. And he signs with a team. And, you know, the Saints have to okay that. And the Saints can get some trade capital for it, right? So if you lose a first-round pick, you could probably get another first-round pick from another team if, you know, that team wants to acquire Sean Payton. So there, there's, some, there's some ways around it now. TJ, to be honest, Ruiz is out there <laughs> with a dragster uh, slick on his feet. No cleats. I don't know what he got on, man. I, that man must got some felines on or something, you know. And if you ever play basketball with felines, man, you slide. Okay, there's very little grip. Okay, you know what I'm saying. You walk on a, a concrete with some felines for about a week and try to go play some ball. Them shoes are done. Them shoes are done. You might you don't even have felines no more. You got bowling shoes. All right. <laughs> Raiders might as well uh, be called the Nomads. They move so much. <laughs> Look, man, I think the Raiders moving to Las Vegas was a good move. It was a good move for them, and um, they got a hell of a stadium out there, man. So I ain't mad at them, man. I expect for the Raiders to do something. I mean, they did make the playoffs now. They did make the playoffs. You got to give them some credit. We beat them with a broken-down taste. My Raiders beat you Saints the last two times we played, y'all. That is true. That is true, though. We can't take that away from them. So, yeah, that, that is a fact. So. I mean, they beat the Saints inside the Superdome a couple of years ago. They beat them, uh, you know, in Las Vegas. And, I mean, pretty decisively, too. I mean, that game, they, they lost by 10 points, but that game wasn't close, man. The Saints kind of made it more respectable during garbage time. But, yeah, you got a point. I, I can't say anything about that. That's a, You got a good point. And they played against a COVID team. The Little Giants could have won that game. Look, man. All I know is they won. I'm going to give them that. I'm not going to sit up here and, and 
dispute what was factual. What happened to Slant Boy? I don't know what happened to him. Was he hurt? I don't think he played in that game because you got to remember week one, he ended up messing his ankle up against the, uh, the the Bucks. He didn't play in that game. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't play in that game. Crazy idea. Get Watson and Winston as backup. It, honestly, it might come to that. Seriously, it might, it might come to that. I mean, how many more teams are out there that's looking for starters? Indianapolis? Indianapolis is like the only team that's left. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, we're going to get Mitchell Jabisky. <laughs> the Commanders got Carson Wentz. Uh, Miami, they got Tua Tagovailoa, right? Um, the Indianapolis Colts, the only team out there right now, if he doesn't sign with the Saints. And from all indications, they're saying that the Colts are looking at Jimmy Garoppolo. So if he doesn't sign with the Indianapolis Colts, he might be on the outside looking in. Now, I mean, Seattle is an option too. Like Seattle, you know, Seattle might want to pay Jameis to come out there and play starting quarterback. So there are, you know, Indianapolis, Seattle, like the only teams, if, if they're not committed to Drew Locke, which I don't believe that they are, but Seattle can draft a quarterback. They can get Malik Willis, so they can get uh, Kenny Pickett. I mean, they got Denver's draft pick, which I think is like number eight or nine. So there'll be a quarterback there for them. So if they don't want to get Jameis and they want to get a starting quarterback, which if they want to sign Jameis to be a bridge player, which I don't feel like that's fair to Jameis, then he could. He could sign with him. But I, I think Jameis deserves to be a starter on somebody's team. Uh, Indy got Mitchell. Well, that solves that. <laughs> Gardner Mitchell is, is a solid starting quarterback. People, he's a likable guy. I think that people want to, you know, play with him. You know, like I think he's a good locker room guy. He gives me Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, vibes. Not so much about his play, but his likability. I mean, so Gardner Minshew, to me, is, is a starter. Now, he, he, I think Frank Wright can bring out the best in him. Frank Wright, to me, there's only, there's a few guys out there that can be those quarterback whisperers and, and get that full potential out of them. It's uh, Sean McVay, it's Kyle Shanahan, it's Andy Reid, and it's Frank Wright. Sean Payton is no longer in the league. So Frank Wright, we got to remember, man, he had Nick Foles being a, a Super Bowl MVP. He had Carson Wentz. I know Carson Wentz didn't lead the Indianapolis Colts to the playoffs, but he had a really good year statistically. He had some really good stats. He had single-digit interceptions. I think he had maybe like 20, 21 touchdowns, probably a little bit more than that. And this last time he played, you know, on an MVP level, Frank Wright was his quarterback coach his offensive coordinator and Carson Wentz was playing at a MVP level. So, I mean, it might be what the doctor order for Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew just needs an opportunity. Every time Brady see the Saints, he think of retirement. So uh, fingers, not the one on the display by the bakery. I like Minshew, but he got 40 year old breeze home at 26. Oh man. Oh man. Look, I ain't gonna like y'all disrespect my boy Gardner miss you like that, man. He too. I like him, man. I like him. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and head out. Uh, we're gonna see what happened tomorrow, though. God bless everybody. Yeah, man. We're about to go ahead and head out too. I'm gonna take a few more uh questions, I mean, questions or comments, and then we're gonna go ahead and head out. Uh John said, No, he thinks of retirement when he plays the Rams last time I checked. 
man, they almost came back in that game with the Rams. And not to mention they almost forced a fumble. So I don't think he's too much scared of the Rams. I think he that's one of the reasons he decided to come back. That and he wanted to hear, you know, his name called again, you know. I mean, the guy has an ego. So I think when, you know, he realized that league goes on, right? I mean, no matter how great you are, you know, you retire. That's it. You know what I'm saying? There's some guys that's willing to step up. And I think he saw that. Uh, those jokers right there on the uh, plastic. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all, y'all boys are crazy, man. Uh, the Raiders got two firsts and two seconds for John Gruden as their head coach. Yep. I mean, what you think they'll get for Sean Payton in this climate? You might get three firsts. You might get three firsts for that. Thank uh, TJ, I think opponents, uh, opponent fans look at the Saints as a measure of excellence. They should. And we should take pride in that in a who that nation. We should. And they should, right? Saints are a good football team. I mean, but, man, I want to see – I don't want to just a good football team. I want a great football team. And I want to see some winning, man. I want to see some winning. What are the chances of signing Landry before Wednesday? I think there's a strong chance because there's only two teams that he really paying attention to, and that's the Saints and the Chiefs. And, look, I think you, we have to also look at this too. Guys that are free agents want to go somewhere where they feel like they can win. If the Saints were to trade for Deshaun Watson, that would make the New Orleans Saints more appealing. If the Saints were to sign Jameis Winston, he has one of his best uh, career years. That would make that would make the team more appealing for free agents to feel like if I'm a receiver, I can get the ball because Jameis is going to give it to me or Deshaun is going to give it to me, right? You know, I mean, nobody ain't trying to come to no Saints. I think that's one of the main reasons. If Like to me, if Jameis was the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, Odell Beckham is not going to the Rams. Seriously. You have an opportunity to play at home and help your team become a playoff contender. And with that defense, if Deshaun Watson, if Deshaun Watson or 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 um, Jameis Winston in uh, last year, I would say Jameis Winston last year, if he would have been a starting quarterback, there's no way in the world, in my opinion, Odell Beckham Jr. would have went to the Rams. Seriously. But you got, <laughs> I mean, you got Taysom Hill throwing you the ball, man. Seriously, you got Trevor Simeon. You you rather have Trevor Simeon, a Taysom Hill throwing you the ball, or Matthew Stafford, and you can live in Los Angeles. I mean, Los Angeles itself is already a recruiting tool. Beautiful weather, beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Beautiful scenery. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Hollywood. There's nowhere in the world if Jameis Winston would have been a quarterback. And I'll go even a little further. If Jameis Winston was the starting quarterback, Michael Thomas is coming back. I don't care if he ain't 100%. I don't care if he's 80%. I don't care if he's 85%. It made Michael Thomas make that decision even more clear for him. Michael Thomas, to me, if Jameis Winston would have never been hurt, I feel like the Saints probably would have acquired Odell Beckham Jr. along with Michael Thomas. I, I mean, but the quarterbacks matter, man quarterbacks matter you know like guys want to believe that they're going to win tj i thought it was wednesday with watson oh i don't know i i don't know about all that i don't think i put a date on it i think people you know may have said that and man all these 
people that's pretending to be insiders, man. My goodness, man. Like, man, I pray for these individuals, man. Like the the people that would do anything for some clout and some attention. You got a guy out here on on social media. The man like created a Adam Schefter page just to sound like he Adam Schefter to try to get people to follow his page. I mean, it's, it's pretty sad out here. Brady retired. You don't hear nothing about the Bucks. Brady unretired Bucks everywhere. Now they have fans again. Yeah, they show went hiding. I ain't really see too many Buck fans on on the timeline. Now all of a sudden he back. Now all of a sudden they they back. We back, baby. We back. <laughs> them boys went in the them boys went in the dark room. Brady came back. They turned the light on. Los Angeles cool till your GPS tells you to make a wrong turn. Yeah, I like Los Angeles, man. I think that Los Angeles is a place I would like to visit at least once a year. It's a beautiful place. I enjoyed my time when I went there. And um, I definitely want to go back there again. Like me and my wife, we supposed to be uh, going to Vegas in a few months. I'm going to check out Usher. <clears throat> I just like the West Coast, man. It's, it's a different vibe out there. But like I said, I just think that Jameis would have made it more appealing. Just got here. What are your thoughts on Ryan Ramchek getting traded for Watson? I think it's a, a blow, a double blow if Armstead walks. Man, look, losing Ramcheck would be huge. Okay. To me, Ryan Ramcheck, one of the most important players on the team. I, I, I just think that he's a he's a cornerstone guy. He is a guy that has Hall of Fame talent. And if you lose him, you're losing something huge, ginormous, ambiguous. Okay. I, I really do. Cause there's no guarantee that you're going to keep Armstead. You might not have enough money to do so. But before I get out of here, I, I forgot I had to mention this. Uh, Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris, the Saints have put a second-round tender on Deontay Harris. Uh, if a team wants to uh, acquire Deontay Harris, that means that the Saints would get a second-round pick. Now, the Saints, if a team offers uh, you know, a contract to Deontay Harris, the Saints – can match it they have opportunity to match it and if the saints can't then the saints get that team's second round pick so i don't believe that a team is going to be willing to pay a second round pick for deontay harris if he stays with the saints this year he'll make 3.9 million dollars look I, I think deontay harris is good enough to make 3.9 million dollars for the saints he's a good uh, return guy even though i feel like he took a step back last season i think that he was dealing with some injuries his uh, ability to make those cuts and be as dynamic as he was in his rookie year. I think that, you know, it kind of took a toll on him. He's a small guy, man. So, I mean, you got to think about a small guy taking those type of hits. I mean, it's a physical football game, 170 pound, 160 pound guy taking hits from 300 pound dudes, you know, like it, it's going to be, it's going to be tough for him. But I think that Deontay Harris, there's a place for him. And I think with the right quarterback, he can be dynamic. When Jameis was the quarterback, you seen Deontay Harris get into his bag. You seen him make more plays. When Jameis left, that's when you start to see, you know, his uh, production kind of take, you know, take a little bit of a decline. So I would pay him three point nine million dollars. I think that he's worth it. He's a he's a game changer. How many games have we seen Deontay Harris like switch the field and and, and work at the, in order for it to work in the Saints' favor? So I would pay him. And I don't think anybody's going to give up a second round pick for him. Tim, thank you very much for $5. Says, TJ, his wife and Usher reminds me 
of the boondog episode <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh man i i don't know man i don't know uh, it's actually uh supposed to be uh my wife uh her best friend uh, and her best friend's husband it's supposed to be you know kind of you know a, a double date type thing you know out in las vegas but that's that's a couple months from now i think he has a residency out in las vegas thought it would be cool and she heard me man shouts out to my wife man she uh she uh, knew that uh, I thought it would be pretty dope, and she kind of got the trip together. So, shouts out to her. Uh, we'll end with this one. Uh, Brandon says, having Watson, Thomas, Landry, and possibly Odell Beckham Jr. would be an interesting offense to watch. How many points per game do you think we would average? Woo! Um, man, uh, if everybody keep their ego in check, quite a bit. Um, but you got I mean, when you got that type of talent on the team, man, you got to make sure – guys ego stay in check you know you gotta have your ego in check you can't like nothing is worse when a guy knows he's capable of knowing more and he's not getting the ball so if everybody keep their egos in check they they probably can average about 32 or 35 points a cake right if, if dudes don't keep their ego in check um 20 24 you know maybe somebody get traded a uh act for their release you know but it would be a, it would be pretty interesting if that was to happen, but I don't think so. Too many egos right there. Too many egos. Any chance Bill O'Brien has any effect on uh, the Deshaun Watson trade? Absolutely, positively none. But I want to thank everybody for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Really do appreciate it. This was a fun show, man. It's been a while since I actually did a show at night. You know, like I always normally been doing shows during the day. But I might start doing more night shows, man. Um, I don't be want to step on anybody's toes. I know some people, you know, they have their their shows set at this time. I'm more of a free spirit type podcast. You know, I mean, anytime I'm motivated to do a podcast, I would, uh, you know, do one. And I don't mean, you know, if I'm stepping on anybody's toes, I apologize. I don't mean to do that. Yeah, like I said, I'm just a little bit of a free spirit. I was motivated to do a show. And, you know, I just, you know, hope everybody enjoyed it. Please hit that like button. Uh, please, uh, you know, show love. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not already. You can go to Facebook.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast. Uh, the episode uh, will be posted on a community page. Make sure y'all check that out. Uh, previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Much love to you. Also, we're part of the PSKN Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by the fine folks at manscaped.com use the promo code state of saints and save 20% off till next time all i gotta say is who that <laughs>